Hello and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I'm David Oxford, perhaps better known around these parts as LBD Night Train. And joining me as always from the corner of Rockman and Blues is Brian Protodude Ostrin. Howdy folks, good to be back. Indeed it is. We Last time we recorded, we had a little bit of a survey and... Uh, it seems the people want us to just keep on going and turn these things out as they come, so here we are. Uh, Mega Man Fully Charged isn't back on Cartoon Network yet, but it's, uh, charging on ahead on Family Charged, so... Oh! <laughs> so, yeah, so so will we. Now, um, yeah, did, uh, how, how have things been for you in this bit of a hiatus for us? Well, it's it's been okay. Um. As some of you may have seen on Twitter, uh, my grandpa recently passed away, and uh, it was one of those things where it was expected, but when it happened, it was kind of like, wow, gosh. Uh, needless to say, it, it was it was pretty devastating for myself and my whole family. Um, he was like, you know, another dad. He was a good guy, and he loved the stuff that I did with Mega Man and the blog. So, hey, you know, going forward, this is for him. Right on. I'm... I, I'm sorry about his passing, but uh, it's cool that you're able to carry on your work and dedicate it to him in such a way. So, Absolutely. I'm having a glass of wine while I record this. That said, I guess it's time to get right into the episode, yeah? Let's do it. So, today we are looking at episode 21 of Mega Man Fully Charged, called Rush to Greatness. Um, as you may recall from the last episode, spoiler warning, which, you know, why you'd be listening to this out of order if you care about spoilers, I don't know. But, uh, Rush got put in a pretty bad way by Lord Obsidian, but he got fixed up by good old Dr. Light, looking a little more familiar in the process. And the description of this episode tells us that Rush puts his new battle upgrades to the test in a battle with Waveman. Do you want to kick us off on uh, any thoughts about the episode, as it were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, watching this episode, it kind of made me think that, at least in the Mega Man games, there isn't much characterization for Rush, you know? But this episode was kind of like his his spotlight episode. We got to see him kind of go through this whole little arc. Um, and it was just kind of, it was cool. It, it, you know, you wouldn't think, like, a whole episode devoted to Rush would really work. But it did. You know, he's he's kind of getting used to his new abilities, and he's out there doing his own thing. I liked it. Yeah, one, one thing I thought was interesting about it, like the way you uh, put it, is basically this seems more like the Rush we know from the games and previous media, but there's kind of a little more feeling to him. He's kind of got the... I don't, I don't know, they just kind of make him a little more emotional, and I don't just mean the... from, like, Mega Man 8, but, you know, he's got an actual kind of, you know... Like, he, he's displaying actual feelings, as it were. Maybe, maybe not Reploid-level feelings, but, you know, he's kind of sad or disappointed in himself and tries to make good by it. He's, he's got, like, actual characterization, I guess you could say. Yeah, and it's, it's like, I never thought about it before, but, like, that's something I've kind of always wanted to see, you know? Because <laughs> he's more or less been a tool, but he's a dog, and I don't know, they, they, handle, they handle this really well. I think so as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, looking at the... You know, one thing that's uh, kind of weird about this episode, and it goes like right in the description, 
You ever notice how whenever Rush has, like, you know, significance to an episode, it seems to also be an episode with Waveman? Yes. I've brought this yes. up before, and, I mean, like, what, what is it they say? Twice as a coincidence, three times as a pattern or something? I think so. I, I believe this is number three, <laughs> so... I, what, what, what it is about Rush and Waveman, I have no idea. But uh, on that note, it's funny because before Waveman even does anything, the episode kicks off with a, uh, a neat little 8-bit sequence, kind of like a dream sequence of uh, Aki's, where he's imagining like Mega Man and Rush fighting Waveman, and uh, that, that was a neat bit. It had the Waveman yeah. remix going in there, and just... And it was, uh, it was like a game, too. They had like a health bars, you know, HP meters, and it was like a little side-scroller thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Cool. Now, um, well, one thing that we got to see a lot of in this episode is Rush and his, well, the Rush Jet mode, I guess, which is, you know, pretty characteristic of the, of Rush and the franchise. But, uh, this time it's got kind of a different, um, uh, different design to it that's kind of interesting, and I kind of like it, I think. I do, I do. It kind of, what's that thing called, like, an Osprey or something? It kind of reminds me of that, like, the... Like a drone, almost. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say a drone. Um, yeah, he's like got the four like uh, hover things like for each limb, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is an interesting take on it, and definitely a little more contemporary, still kind of futuristic. Uh, let's face it, it fits in with uh, some of the enemies we saw in Mega Man Eleven. Oh yeah. <laughs> in in sure fact, does. now that I think about it, it kind of fits in with uh, Wily's uh, one of Wily's oh. things. Oh yeah, yeah. Saying too much, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what else uh, stood out, uh, jumped out at you in this episode? Oh, it's gotta be the eye lasers. <laughs> <laughs> the eye lasers were something else. At first I thought maybe Mega Man was just, you know, kind of over-imagining things. No, he, Rush has eye lasers. Literally. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, that's new, but I'll take it. I mean, he, he could carry a gun in Mega Man 8, so it's not really <laughs> Right, I yeah. mean, it could... It could have been more horrifying. They could have like had like a buster come out of his mouth, but you know we're okay. <laughs> that well, that would be kind of uh, on brand because you remember Light had that uh, hand. <laughs> or was that yeah. last? Um, it was one of the Light Falls. I think part one. I think yeah. Yeah. Now something else I noticed is, uh, and I know this kind of comes into play soon, but um. Mega Man only seemed to be carrying certain schematics. Was this ever a thing before? I thought he'd kind of carried a full loadout. That's what I thought, too. And was it this episode where, where Minnie says, like, oh, remember, boss, you can only hold three or something? Um, I think it was when he was fighting during Lightfall, but I thought that was just for the quick switch thing. Like, you know, I, I didn't know that that meant he could only hold three in total. So yeah. that was kind of... I think you're right. It's got to be with quick switch. Yeah. I, I remember like seeing a full like stage select kind of thing going on where they had all the heads. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, we still see that stage select, but it's like you know, you only see three active plus like Mega Man. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Anything else on your your end? Because I, I, there's one thing I'm pretty sure if you don't bring it up, I'm bringing. It up, but... Oh boy. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. What do you got for us? Um, I did not expect the fully charged debut of Junkman in this episode. Oh, yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. I like the design. There's not much to him yet, because, uh, 
basically they assembled him as kind of a uh, a dummy, a decoy threat to kind of draw the hero out of Rush, but uh, it turns out Rush, uh, yeah, he took care of Waveman all by himself, so. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess that we will see Junkman again kind of brought to life as the Junkman we know, or, you know, fully charged as a virgin. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. no, no telling yeah. at this point. I mean, he's already no, no. effectively a uh, light bot by association instead of Wily, so. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah, I wonder what uh, kind of like you know power characterization he'll have. I don't know. Speaking of characterization, <laughs> uh, Wave Man, it's like as a little disappointed in him as his attack was kind of like you know threatening like you know that poor little kitty who already had a little bit of trauma after Rush chased it up a tree, and uh, he's kind of like you know he seemed to be at odds with himself because like you know he's like. At first, I think he was like kind of like cute doggy, but then I mean, you know, he's kind of going after Rush. But I mean, I guess he kind of had to eventually. Yeah, yeah, I think but, S Sergeant Knight's kind of kind of getting to him, you know. Yeah, that that yeah. That, that could be it. Yeah, a little bit of an influence. I don't know. I think we've seen him with Sergeant Knight like at least once. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they were getting like you know the dressing down for not handling Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we got Toasterbot in this episode, but we got a cat, so I'm willing to call it, a, uh, calling it, call it even. Yep. Oh, boy, you know what would be great if the Light family took it in and called it Tango? You know, it, that's a funny thing. My wife was mentioning earlier, kind of wondering if we would get to see Tango in the series. That would be an interesting uh, way for it to happen. It would. I wonder if the cat, something would happen and it gets turned into, like, a cyborg and it becomes oh, God. more like the Tango we know. It gets like hit by a car or something, and you know, light brings it back. <laughs> I don't oh, know. No. I, I, I'd be so at odds, like on that, because it's like I don't want anything to happen to a cat, but I want to see Tango, but I don't know if I want it like that. <laughs> uh, I'd sacrifice one cat to see Tango. Just, just one. Mm, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so by the end, uh, Rush comes through, takes care of Waveman, and uh, now he and Mega Man are the uh, iconic duo, as it were. Yep, they look good together. They really do. And, uh, yeah, we got anything else for this episode? Uh, nope. I liked it. It was, it was a cute one, you know? Yeah, I, li I liked it, and it kind of carried the sense of continuity over from what we saw in Lightfall. Uh, it, you know, lightened the mood a little bit, but at the same time, uh, it, it, had, it had a little bit of dark undertones, because... Uh, they showed Lord Obsidian on the news, and, like, Rush was kind of afraid there because of what happened before, so... Yeah. That's a nice bit of continuity and yeah, characterization, that kind of thing. Kind of keeps us, you know... Like, yeah, we're removed from the uh, big two-parter, but at the same time, its effects are still lingering, so... Mm-hmm. That, that was a nice touch. Yeah. It makes you wonder how, next time, will he be more, you know, ready to go and fighting back Sergeant Knight, or just kind of, you know, powering, or... We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, but uh, it, mm -hmm. it provides an interesting dilemma. It'd be interesting if uh, Rush was genuinely afraid of Obsidian, and just, mm -hmm. you know, Mega Man loses one of his tools, so to speak. Not, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. A dog the key is not part a of his arsenal. The key ally. And, uh, yeah, so with that, we are moving on to... We'll call it the news. Oh.
Alright, so as we are recording this, it is Wednesday, December 5th. We are two days out from the release of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Which, of course, is relevant to Mega Man because Mega Man is one of the fighters. And, uh, yeah, do we have any final thoughts going into the, uh, you know, before the game releases? Uh, personally, and I have this with every Smash release, I am overwhelmed to the point where I don't know what mode I'm gonna play first. <laughs> you know? Like, I want to jump right into multiplayer, but then I want to do, like, World of Light. Ah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm usually more into single-player content on this stuff, although my wife will likely be joining me. So we'll probably do some Versus stuff and then go into World of Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of World of Light, I mean, um, I, I don't know how story-centric it's going to be because it is effectively the uh, Return of Adventure mode. Uh, one thing I was thinking about earlier is it's interesting... Last time we had a substantial story mode, it was the Subspace Emissary. And in that, no one really talked. Mm. In this one, like, even Zelda was talking. and Like, she only started talking in Breath of the Wild. This isn't even the same Zelda. No. So I'm wondering uh, how, if there are cutscenes, how many people are going to talk, and if there's somebody voicing Mega Man, are we going to hear Mega Man speak? I would really hope so. I'm I'm one of those people that was kind of disappointed with the uh, direction they took Smash Mega Man, the the, the silent kind of uh, almost like doll, very robotic, you know. I I want some life to him, and I, I, they're doing it a little bit. I've noticed like his victory screen, he's got like a smile now or or something. But, uh, mm, I thought I thought he had that. In, uh, or was it was that one, But I could be mistaken. Okay, but yeah, I want I want some life to Mega Man. I wonder who would voice him if they uh, did do that, though. Because Mega Man hasn't really been voiced... Well, actually, I guess they could get Mega Man 11. I forgot. He was just talking in that. I'm heading out, Dr. Light. Rush coil! Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I like, yeah, I like fully charged Mega Man. I like his voice actor a lot. That, that could work, too. Activate uh, skinny guy schematics! I suppose, but I think I'd rather keep a fully charged Mega Man distinct from uh, the video mm. game Mega Man, and that kind of overlap, I think, would kind of get in the way of that. Mm. Yeah. Unless, of course, like they did a different voice, that that would be kind of an exception. Right. Like, I think uh, back in Mega Man 8 and X4, uh, Rock and uh, X both had the same voice actor, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, yeah. like, slightly different, so... You had to really listen. Hey, Zach! Why must I fight you? We are not enemies! Zero, if if I become a maverick, you have to take care of me. Yeah, you had to really listen close there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm also really looking forward to the amount of Mega Man spirits that we have. There's a lot that we've seen so far, like through trailers and gameplay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they do with those spirits. Like, for example, the uh, Gutsman uh, spirit, like, empowering Mega Man, so he's, like, using these close-up, like, attacks and throws and stuff, and he's bigger. And that, that kind of stuff is interesting. I'm curious what else they oh, yeah. would do with that. My word, yeah. what would they do with the uh, Wily-empowered Mega Man? I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, Mind yeah, warbles. I don't know. It has to be a good thing. It can't, like, make him, like, grovel in the middle of the match. <laughs> can't they? That, that would actually... That'd be good. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, no one would want to use it, though. 
Uh, well, yeah, there's there's that, like, as far as as a player. Though. But, I mean, as far as, like, you know, the, uh, I don't know if they're event matches or part of World of Light or what, but the uh, computer-controlled versions. All right, so, uh, yeah, any, any, any further thoughts on that? Um, gosh, no, I'm just, I'm really excited for it. And I think I'm mostly excited because it's on Switch, and, you know, I can play that anywhere. It's going to be fantastic. I got to play a little bit of it uh, back in August at Fan Expo, and uh, yeah, I did use oh, Mega nice. Man, and uh, it was good. It was Smash. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get better at Mega Man this time. I was so bad in uh, in four to the point where I didn't even use him really. Really, he was <laughs> like my secondary. He might even become my main because uh, I'm moving off of Mario a bit because after uh, Melee they changed his uh, move set. And that just really, yeah. that that messed up my game with him a bit, and you know now I'm getting yeah. some like you know stronger. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was meaning Mario Melee. I really missed the old up B. I think it was actually a down B changed, wasn't it? The down B. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was it down the, B um... because that was the uh, spin, the Mario uh, tornado thing, and they the changed cape. that to flood. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. You no. you had like a nice <laughs> all round character. Now you got a move that like you know. Maybe a uh, high-level player can actually do something remotely useful with. And Doctor Mario plays yeah. like him, but it's not quite the same. It's just I want to be Mario, not Doctor Mario. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> then they moved the Mario Tornado to like his down smash or something, and they took uh, away the like regular spin jump. It just messed me all. Messed me. Fix it, Doctor. I fix it. <laughs> Uh, I, I wish you could play as, like, different uh, versions of characters from throughout the series, like, you know, as well, but... Yeah, it's like, you know, how Capcom does it with, like, their Street Fighter collections? Yeah, basically. Or some of them. That, that'd be so yeah. cool. Oh. But that's us fans. Never satisfied. Yep. And that does it for this episode of the Fully Charged Podcast. As always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud directly, or if that's not your cup of tea, you can check us out on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, the hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at the MM Network. And well, as long as it's around, you can find me on Tumblr as well, also at the MM Network. Uh, after <laughs> Mega Man's anniversary, ironically enough, I don't know if there's going to be much of a community left there, but I digress. You can also look up the Mega Man Network on Facebook or visit the MMNetwork.com. And you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter, at ProtoDude. And you can visit my blog, Rockman Corner, at www.rockman-corner.com. And for ProtoDude, this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out.